want to talk about what's next. We are consecrating this month. We are laying before the Lord. We are fasting and we are praying and we are, and we are literally going before God for transformation. Amen. Amen. Not to be heard by God, not to be heard, you know, by, by God. God hears us. But we want to purify us so that we can become who we've never been. That's been the whole thrust of what God has told me since the consecration began. I want to make you into someone you have never been before. I want to make you into who I destined you to be. I want to make you like me. And I want to refine you. See, some of us get, get a little too cocky in our sanctification and our salvation. I'm already like him. No, 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 baby. No, no, no. You got to crucify that every day. Amen. You've got to crucify that flesh every day. Amen. You, Paul put it like this. Paul said, not as though I have already attained. Neither was already made perfect. Hallelujah. He said, but I'm, I'm apprehending that, that which I've been apprehended by. He said, I'm not already there. He's still making me. He's still making me. Hallelujah. He said, and, and, and he said but you're forgetting those things which were behind me. Hallelujah. And reaching toward those things which are ahead of me. He said, I'm still on the press. I'm still on the move. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. I got to become who God purposed me to be. I've got to become a new creation. Hallelujah. I must become a new creation. I cannot be satisfied with salvation alone. I must become who he's called me to be that I have never been before. Am I making sense to anybody? Anybody on that journey with me? And if you're not, you need to get on that journey. If you are not, you need to get on that journey. Because you cannot be satisfied with you. I'll keep on until I get an amen. You cannot be satisfied with you. You have not matured to the level that God has called you. All the gifts that you have are God's gifts. But you have got to mature into the person that will be able to use them rightly. Let me put it like this. I was gifted with a voice when I was born but I had to mature into how to use it. And it did not work to its fullest capacity until I gained a specific level and became a different person. In order to use my voice, I had to get rid of the old immature fears and insecurities that hindered the same voice that I had, but it hindered me from using it because I hadn't grown up enough to be able to utilize it. Amen. I use that as an analogy so that you understand just because you're called by God doesn't mean that you are the person that he's called you to be yet. Amen. 
Somebody say, we're moving on. Yeah, yeah, we've got to move on and become who God has called us to be. It just keeps ringing in my spirit, and I have got to get there. I have got to become the Donnie that has never been before. And you put your name in there. You must become the person that you have never been before and not be satisfied with the person that you are. I know, I, I, I still see some of you struggling with it, but that's okay. For those of you that accept it, we're moving on. I, 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 can't make, I, I can bring you to the water, but I can't make you drink. And if you don't want to drink, and if you don't think that this fits you, then we move on. Amen, because I'm not letting anybody hinder me from becoming any longer. I'm not allowing anyone to stop me from becoming who God called me to be. And if you don't feel like it, and if you don't believe it, and if you don't want to walk it, I'm going to have to say bye-bye for a minute because i got to go on to my, to my purpose. i got to go into my destiny. Am I talking to anybody? i got to go into my destiny. Glory to God. Glory to God. And it's time for the Christians to grow up. It's time for the Christians to mature, to grow up. We're still too immature. We're still too in our feelings. I feel, you hurt my feelings. I feel, stop feeling so much. Grow up. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking to them because they said, where are you going to go that people are not going to say something? Where, where on earth do you go that people are not going to talk about you? When you find that utopia, give me the address. Amen. It is inevitable that as you mature, you must come out of your, lose your feelings. Now, I don't mean be, be, be callous, but I mean don't be so over-concerned about what people say or think. The Christian body has got to grow up. We fight too much. We argue too much. We complain too much. We have got to grow up. Life changes. Life will change. And you will change in life. If you grow up, the worst thing to happen is for you to let life change while you stay the same. Amen. I got some friends. And I'm going to preach real brief. I've got some friends that are my age that haven't grown up with time yet. They haven't grown up with time. They're still talking about, yeah, I got to go back to the crib. 
Yeah, because the crib, because you know, my mom, because mama, she want me to come back to the crib. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Now you 60 years old. Still in the crib? Now that, that's, that, that causes me to scratch my head. You are still calling your wife slash girlfriend mama? That's an Oedipus complex where you're calling your woman mama and you call your house the crib. That means you are a baby. And if you watch it, I said it. You, you are a bit, grow up. Grow up. Amen. Still got your shirt unbuttoned down here and all these medallions on and still got your little, your little pimp walk. Grow up. I see some of y'all getting a little quiet here. If, if it hits you, I'm talking to you too. Grow up. We as Christians have an obligation to mature. We cannot stick with Jesus wept forever. We cannot stay in God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son forever. I'm trying to help you here. We cannot stay with the Lord's prayer forever. We cannot keep fighting over baptisms and who's right and whether it's Jesus only or whether it's Father, Son, Holy. Grow up fighting battles over silly stuff, swinging at the air and not making any progress. Grow, I, I'm stuck there. Grow up still fighting battles over whether women can preach. Grow up. Oh, that's now I, hear, now I hear the women. Oh, yeah. yeah. Grow up. Still fighting battles over clothes. Grow up. Still fighting battles over whether men can have dreads or long hair. Grow Grow up. Time changes things. It doesn't change the principles of holiness. It does not change the word of God. But it does change our method. It doesn't change righteousness. But it changes how we live in the culture. Grow up. And the church has got to learn how to grow. Am I making I'm speaking slow for a reason. The church has got to learn that we are not where we should be because we haven't grown up yet. We still act like the church is a country club. And we, we boast about what church we belong to. We belong to the body of Christ. There are billions of us on the earth. And all of us are connected red, yellow, black, 
white, brown, male, female, young, old, multicultured. I'll keep on till somebody wake up. Well, we the black church. Grow up! There's no black church. There's no white church. There's no Korean church. There's no Hispanic church. There's only one church. You got to grow up and accept this. I don't care what you was taught. You got to grow up and accept that there's only one Jesus and there's only one church. We are the church. The building is not the church. We are the church. You don't go to church. You are the church. I'll say that again for the, for the people over here. You don't go to church. You are the church. Let the church say amen. Now the walls didn't say amen. The steeple didn't say amen. The, wall, the floors didn't say amen. The windows didn't say amen. Only the church can say amen. We've got to grow up and stop all this crazy stuff. Well, I'm Bishop this, I'm Archbishop that, I'm the potentate this, I'm elect lady that, I'm missionary this, I'm, I'm superintendent that. I'm all of that stuff is nice, but that's not the purpose that we're called to. We have got to grow up. We're not building an empire, we're living in the kingdom. building the empire we're living in the kingdom and there's only one king there's only one king and he's above every king there's only one lord and he is above every lord hallelujah and he's trying to get us to be mature and to become and to take our rightful place and to transform while there's still time Look at something I say, we're moving on. Let me go to the scriptures real quickly. Hebrews 6 and 1. Hallelujah. Hebrews 6 and 1 says, Therefore, having the principles of the doctrine of Christ, being that we already have the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on in, unto perfection. In other words, let's finish this thing. Let's not just be caught in the small elementary stuff. Let's go forward unto perfection. Not going back to the old doctrines that should already be established. Not going back to the old doctrines that are already laid, the, the foundation that's already laid. Not going back to the laying again of the foundation of repentance from dead works. We already know about that Jesus died and gave us salvation. Hallelujah. So we got to move on from salvation. Once you're saved, you've got to move on. He said, I'm not laying again the foundation of faith toward God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. 
The only way we came to Jesus is by faith. Not laying again the foundation of the doctrine of baptism. We know that we must be baptized. Baptism is an outward sign of an inward experience. It shows that you are in allegiance and alliance with Jesus Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. Amen. We know that already. Hallelujah. Now, not, not, not going back laying the foundations of laying on of hands. We know about the laying on of hands of the presbytery. Amen. We know about the laying on of hands of the preacher. Hallelujah. And not, not laying the foundation again about the resurrection from the dead. We know already that once you die in Christ, once you die in Christ, you go and meet him. But in the end, when he comes back, you got to take this body back. I don't hear anybody here. We know that the dead don't remain dead that are in Christ. We know that Jesus did not remain in the tomb. We know that he was resurrected from the dead. Amen. We have to move on now. We have to move on. Not laying the foundation about eternal judgment. We already know about eternal judgment. Those that live holy go to God. Those that live evil go to hell. We know that there is judgment. So why are we stuck in the elementary doctrines when we should be moving forward? I'm, going, I'm, 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 I'm looking for somebody to, to catch this. We got to move forward. Somebody say, I'm, we're, we're moving on. And then the, the third verse says, and this we will do. And this we will do if God permits. Let me make something clear. We are going to do this. This consecration is not just a tradition. We are consecrating so that we can be become better, that we can become clean, that we can represent Jesus, and so that we can move on. This consecration is breaking the bands of wickedness. I wish I could walk with this thing. This consecration is breaking the bands of wickedness in us so that we can be free to move. Hallelujah. This consecration is loosing us from the oppression so that we can move forward. Hallelujah. This consecration is to make sure that we are in the right place with God so that we can move on. He's not freeing us to stay in the same place. He is not freeing us to stay in the same place. Problem with some of us is we, we become comfortable with being stagnant. We're just glad we're not going to hell, but we're really not making any forward motion. 
We're glad that we're saved, but we're not really seeing a purpose. And that's because you're standing in the same place and you're not going in any direction and you're not moving towards your future because there's a fear of the unknown and there's a commitment that must be made and there is responsibility that you must accept and you must be accountable. God help me. And you have got to be determined to make it. And you have got to be tired of your struggle. And you have got to be fed up with your past. And you have got to believe that there's something in tomorrow waiting for you. And so you're using your brand new mercies every day to get to the destination that God called you to. Somebody say we're moving on. Now let me finish in order for me to move in order for me to move I've got to have this focus this tunnel vision got to have my, my, my blinders up I've got to make sure that nothing distracts me from the left or the right I've got to look forward I can't listen to any voices I can't listen to other people I can't let anything slow me down I've got to have determined focus. I don't hear anybody here. And I've got to understand that if you don't agree, then you cannot walk with me. If you are not of the same mind, you cannot walk with me. If you're not making any forward motion or mobility, you cannot walk with me. Because if I let you walk with me while you, while, while you insist on standing still, you will hold me back from moving on. I cannot pull you. I cannot force you. But you got to agree. Hallelujah. How can two walk together if they don't agree? And if you don't agree, I've got to be strong enough and focused enough to break free from you and to move to the next level. Hit your neighbor and say, I'm moving to the next level. I, I, I got to move to the next level because there's, there's more in my future. God has more in store for me. God has a plan for me. God has set things up for me. And if I don't move now, I may miss my window. And if I listen to you, I'll stay stuck. So what I gotta do is shake myself loose. I've gotta shake myself loose. And I gotta move to the next place. I gotta continue my journey. Gotta become better than I've ever been before. I've gotta have more than I've ever had before. I gotta become who I've never been. And in order to do that, I've got to move.
The songwriter said, I'm pressing on the upward way, not the backward way, not the downward way. I'm pressing on the upward way, new heights. We're moving on, new heights. I'm gaining. finish at four o'clock but let me tell you something this ministry and you the people of God this message is not just for this ministry this message is for you individually that dare to believe that God birthed you out for more than where you've been that God has called you for greater things seen it eyes haven't seen years I'm trying to get through this ears haven't heard neither has it entered into the heart of man that which God has prepared That's not my goal. I'm the pastor of this church. And I don't want to leave anybody behind. But you've got to catch on real quick. Because this train is going into hyperdrive. We're about to move on a quick pace. Because there's an urgency in my future that demands that I get there. There's an urgency and 
there's a blessing and there's a miracle and there's a promise that's in my future that I must get to and I cannot be deterred I cannot be deterred I must get to my goal I'm pressing I'm pressing I'm pressing on for the mark of the high calling high calling high calling God has chosen me with a high calling and I must get there I love every one of you but I must get there I'm here to serve you and to lead you but I must get there I, I, I must get there hallelujah and there's going to be some significant changes in me and in this ministry somebody say in me come point to yourself in me and in this ministry not just perfecting faith church but the ministry God called you to amen and, and you've got to be prepared for this You've got to make some choices that will surely free you from all fear and start you moving. We're moving on in this house. We're moving on. Now, if you have an art with the leader, if you got an art with the pastor, if you have, a, if you have something against the pastor, lose it. lose it well you weren't there to help me well you weren't there when I needed you well I'm not God my job is to serve the people but I cannot answer the prayers of the people I cannot be everything to the people I can lead you to the Christ that will answer your prayer but if you got an art with me lose it quick because we're moving into the next level I'm talking to you that are looking at me right now Lose it real quick because your attitude or your angst with me is not going to stop me. It's going to stop you. Don't be your own hindrance. Don't be your own hindrance and then blame the leader because you hindered yourself because you didn't change your attitude. In order to go to the level of greatness that God called you to, you got to change your attitude. You can't take that attitude into greatness. You cannot take that attitude into greatness. He has greatness for you. He has greatness for you. Don't let the devil trick you out of your greatness. It is the devil that whispers in your ear. The devil tells you, well, he don't, he, he don't care about you. He don't think about you. Listen, it's not about me thinking about you. It's about what God thinks about you. You are in the wrong church. I am not the emperor of this church. 
I don't know what church you came from, but you don't, I'm, I, you don't have to serve me and you don't have to get my attention. What you got to do is follow me and get the attention of God. just shifted this you cannot put your hope in man trust your pastor but put your hope in God amen I know nobody no 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 this is not a demigod I am not a demigod in order for you to move forward you have got to see the leader in the right light You've got to see the leader in the right light. You've got to understand who the leader is. The leader is made out of the same stuff you're made out of. Amen. Leaders made out of the same stuff you're made out of. Called with a strong calling, but made of the same stuff that you're made out of. And in order for you to move on, you've got to see the leader in the right light. The children of Israel did not get into the promised land. The older ones did not get into the promised land because they did not see Moses in the right light. And they complained throughout the whole journey. And they stretched a 40-day journey into 40 years, moving around but not moving on. Moving around a mountain but not moving on. Just because you're moving doesn't mean that you're moving forward. I'm trying to help you. My time is up. Because you may be moving, but if you got the right, wrong attitude, you're not moving forward. You can move backwards too and still be moving, but in the wrong direction. I got to stop because I'm, I'm burning up here because... You have to understand, you have to understand in order to move, you've got to be in step. You've got to be in sync. Hallelujah. If we're moving as one body, everybody's got to go in the same direction. You got to follow a leader. You got to follow the leader as the leader follows God. Don't follow the leader if the leader's not following God. But in this church, can speak for the leader the leader is following hard after God hallelujah so you can follow the leader as he follows Christ do I have anybody on the road do I have anybody on the journey everyone's standing I've got to stop everyone's standing When I look out throughout this congregation and I see young and old and I see the potential and I see the promise. When I look out into this audience and I see the young and the old, the multiculture, the white, the black, from different countries, from different, from different tribal-isms. When I see in this congregation 
the male and the female, the boys, the girls, the potential and promised leaders of this ministry and that will impact the world. Steve, they will impact the world. You will impact the world. If you think that this ministry stays in the four walls of this building, you're in the wrong church. God is grooming you to go outside of this building, outside of this state, outside of this country, outside of this continent. And you've got to see it. You, you, you've got to see it. Amen. And, and, I'm, and I'm trying to tell you that we've got to move on because there's a work that we're doing in this kingdom. I need the young men to talk to the young men. I need the young women to reach out to the young women. I need the elder sisters, the elder women to become mothers to the younger generation. I need the elder men to become fathers to the younger generation. I, I, I need there to be a synergy and a connection. There's no old church and new church. There's one church. Amen. My beard is gray because I have years. My beard is gray and it's gained me wisdom. And I can talk to those that have no beard yet. I can talk to the young boys that are growing up with hair that I don't have anymore. And I can tell them about my experiences and encourage them and inspire them to tell others about theirs. It is, a, it, it, it is something that is tribal. And in tribal culture, there is an oral tradition. There is an oral tradition. You told the tradition of your heritage orally to the younger generations. David put it like this. In Psalm 34 and 11, David said, Come ye children, hearken unto me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. I will give you an oral dissertation. I will give you an oral experience. I will tell, I will tell you about what God has done in me when I was your age. David could say that in his elder age because he had already slain Goliath. He had already beat the Philistines. Hallelujah. He had already brought the Ark of the Covenant back into Jerusalem. He had already accomplished government. Hallelujah. He had already gone through the chastenings of God. And he had already been forgiven. He had already made mistakes that God had to correct so he could talk to everybody on every level. Come, hearken unto me. And I will teach you the fear of the Lord. We're moving on. And we need everybody to do it. The old, grizzly, gray-haired, gray-bearded, we need you. Stop aging yourself out. Stop talking about, well, you know what, because I'm The more you do that, the worse you get. I had to stop myself. I had to stop myself. Getting up and going, ah, walking slow in the morning. Ah, literally walking from my bed to the bathroom in the morning. Ah, ah. And I was turning into Fred Sanford. I was turning into Fred Sanford. 
had to, I had to stop myself, Kevin. I had to stop myself and say, straighten up your back. Straighten your back up, man. 64 don't mean that you're decrepit. Square your shoulders. Your shoulders are too rounded. Square your shoulders. Stand up straight. Keep your head up. Walk, walk on my knee. Walk on that knee. Walk on that knee. Walk on that knee. Make that knee obey you. I don't obey my knee. I don't obey my hip. I make my hip and my knee obey me. And if I got to do this for the rest of my life, so be it. Get up in the morning. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, get it together. Get it together. Get it together, Donnie. Because when you leave out of this house, you better leave out of here like you know you're somebody. Leave out of here like you know you're somebody. When you walk out of this house, walk out like the world was waiting for you. Hit somebody say, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. Amen. Don't you ever let anybody downplay you. Don't let anybody make you feel like you're less than. You look at them and say, you don't know who I am. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Tired of people thinking that they, 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 they know me. You don't know me. Man, I sound like an angry black man. You don't know me. What? You don't know me. On God, you don't know me. I can't, I can't say on sight, because I found out on sight means that I'm gonna bust you in your mouth when I see you. I was walking around talking about, yeah, on sight, boy, on sight. Didn't know what that meant. You should have told me. People don't really know you, so you can't live by their, by, by their standards. Watch, look at how she dressed. She dressed the way she wanted to dress. She got her own flair, she got her own style, and she's moving on from your opinion. She's moving on from your opinion. I don't like what she got on. She didn't buy it for you. She bought it for her. I don't hear nobody. We're moving on. Come here, Daniel. Come here, real quick, real quick, real quick. Come here. Come here. This young man is being groomed to be a great leader. Because he's got a great mother and father that are teaching him how to move forward. They don't want him to be where they are. They want him to go past where they've been. Amen. And when Bishop Daniel gets a little older, 
Bishop Daniel gonna be holding this microphone and talking about, and God ha, said ha. No? No? Get out of here. We're moving on. Everyone's standing. There will be some changes in our lives. Changes. Changing. Changes in our lives. Changes in our ministry. Changes in our church. And all of them will not be pleasant, but they will be necessary. Amen. Amen. Run down here, Kevin. Say, run down here, man. Run, I said, run. Lord Jesus. He acting older than me. This young man is a unique young man. A unique young man. And in March, he's going to be speaking here for our Youth Sunday. Because we're moving on. Hair and all, he's going to be preaching right here. Amen. He's going to have inspirational word here. Praise God. Because this ministry must go forward. Get out of here. Love you, man. I end. I end now. Come here, Ricky. Come here, I said. What you want with you young people? This is Ricky. Ricky started coming to this church in 2020. He was, how old were you in 2020? Nine, he was nine. He came here and he was key. And when I say this, I'm not exaggerating. Key in the feeding project that we had during the pandemic. Now he's 12 going on 13. He's 13. He, he corrected me. He's 13 years old. This, this young man has great, great future. Great future. Amen. Get out of here. All I want to tell you, all I'm doing this to tell you is that there is great progress that's going to take place here at this ministry. I was talking to Jamari, I was, I was talking to his mom and his dad, and, and, and talking, and, you know, we got Jade and Jace and Janelle, and we've got, we've got all these, we've got Noah, we've got Luke, we've got Joseph, we've got Jeremiah, we've got Josiah, we've got all these girls, all these guys. This church is growing. So as we leave today, I want us to leave with this in mind. We're moving on. Some may be left behind. Well, hopefully they'll catch up. But we are going to leave the trail open for them to run. We're moving forward.